Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And I would sit on a bench and I'd look over and there'd be like four couples embraced, kissing each other, enjoying the, t- the tweeting birds. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> this sucks. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm John R. Bray. And I am Heather B. Armstrong. And today we, um, we're going to wing it. We're going to wing it. Wang. We're going to wing it. Yep. Yeah, we always start with like making fun of one of each other's <laughs> accent. We have to. We have to. to. I mean, yeah. I actually, this morning, Marlo... I don't even remember what word she was saying, but she was said, she said something in a um, a British accent, and then I, I was making fun of her, and then I said, wait a minute, go back. How do you say M-O-U-N-T-A-I-N? And she looked at me, and she <laughs> she had to concentrate. She says, mountain. <laughs> said, good kid. Good job. She had to think about <laughs> because it, Because the instinct is oh, to go man. mountain. Yeah. Right. Mountain. A couple of people left comments on my website and on my Facebook page about they were scared that there was a possibility that during this summer that we would skip a few weeks of MRS, Mana Grambling Spiral. I did not see those. Yeah, they were um, lovely comments from people saying, oh no, because I have decided to go to Paris for three weeks in July. I'm just flying out there three times, so we're going to keep recording. <laughs> so it's cool. I guess we could do, I mean, there's. I guess there's some options. I'm not packing up this equipment and taking it to Paris. God damn, no. Oh, God, no. Uh-uh. I, don't, I, I, I wouldn't record with you there. No, I have I, some, you can't do that. I've got some really good equipment, but it's really fucking heavy. And there's an actual travel case that came with it that's enormous. No, not doing that. So... We're just going to double up and get knock out as many of these as we can. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, uh, I just, yeah. So since we're winging it, I got on a plane. You know, we I, my trip to San Francisco a few weeks ago was the first time I'd been on a plane this year. And holy shit, the next three months of my life. <laughs> I was, I was going to say that has started kind of a landslide now. <laughs> Yeah. Um, making up for lost making time. Making up for lost time. I leave in um, I leave in about two or three weeks to go to Montenegro. 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 I will admit that I had to look it up on a map because I didn't know where I, it was. Thank God I did the same thing. Okay. Yeah. You texted me, and but you texted it in such a way that I'm like, I should know where that is, but I have no fucking idea. Who was I talking to? I was talking to someone. Oh, I was talking. Oh, that would give away. Her. Well, nobody knows who my therapist is. I told my therapist this, and she's like, oh, that's where my ex-husband's ex-girlfriend lives. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god! And I was like, oh yeah, I'm headed there for um for a few days to speak at a conference, and then the following week, my kids and I are going to Austin, Texas, to visit cousins. That's going to be our summer vacation together. Very nice. Is that? Don't you have like a nephew that's in Texas? I do have or... a nephew that's in Texas. He's on his mission on a mission on, trip. in San Antonio, but then I have cousins okay. in Austin and in Dallas. Okay. And we're all going to meet. Will up. you see him? I don't know if I'm allowed to see. Well, I guess I'm allowed to see my nephew if I were traveling there. It's a bit of a, it's not that big of a drive to San Antonio, but San, we're going to Austin. And then the week after, a couple weeks after Austin, I go to Aspen for a conference. And then literally days after I get home from Aspen, my kids and I get on the plane and I take them to New York for their summer with the father. Okay, so Montenegro, then Texas, then New York. No, Montenegro, then Austin, then Aspen, then, then Austin. Okay. New York. Then New York, okay. And then Paris. Are you flying straight from New York to Paris or are you coming back? I'm coming back. Like... I've got to get some things straightened up here. Um, I need to meet a, some, there's a, a lovely woman is going to be watching my house and my dog for the first week that I'm gone. My cousin uh, is going to watch my house and my dog for the last two weeks. Like I have literally jumped off the bridge of going to Paris. This is <laughs> a, a friend of mine, Jordan Fernie of Oh Happy Day. She lived there with her family for a year. They just picked up and went to Paris for a year. And just like randomly, she, I think she talked maybe to her sister, her sister, um, Gabby Blair, who runs the website Design Mom. Okay. She lived out in the countryside of France for a year with her six children. Oh, that's right. Okay. I was, I was staying with Jordan in um, San Francisco and she's like, Heather, you've got to go to Paris. And I was like, no, I don't know. And then you even said to me, why are you thinking twice about this? And I thought, seriously, if I have the opportunity and the privilege of visiting one of the most amazing cities in the world and I don't have my kids and I need to get a project done and Heather sees life is too short. If there's one thing I've learned yeah. in the last 18 months, life is too short. And so I booked the ticket and I found a place to stay and yeah. Are you doing an Airbnb type deal? Yeah, an Airbnb. Like I'm, it's, a, awesome. it's an apartment. Because uh, what I plan to do is do like a, a few touristy days here and there, but for the most part, I'm going to write during the day and then explore the city by night or early evening. Awesome. I'm going to be wearing my Fitbit. Yep. That's right. Thank <laughs> God for that. I would hate to miss those. Oh, Honestly, I mean, if three weeks in Paris is on the table and you don't take it because you're like, eh, no, you just go. Mm-hmm. You're like, here's the option. It's time to go. I don't speak French. That's fine. You just point to shit. I, I took three years of French in high school and two years in college. <laughs> My God, I took three in high school, but I can't. But that's that was 20 word. years ago, 25 years ago. Like I, you know, I need to do a little re refresher. <laughs> God, it's almost been 20 years for me too. Yeah. Holy shit. You're getting I don't old. feel so bad though about forgetting <laughs> You know, yeah, it has. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, I've have been so many places like, like I've been to Bangladesh, but I haven't been to Paris. I've been to Haiti many times, but I haven't been to Paris. And it was like, what is the one place in the world that I haven't been? That would be inspiring. That would inspire me to, I don't know, I, I'm going to need some inspiration and I'm going to need some, you know, discipline. And 
I love, my favorite thing to do is to put on my headphones and walk and explore a place. And your Fitbit. In my Fitbit. Headphones and Fitbit. Like I will get back from when I was in Berlin last year, I would get back from walking around Berlin for literally like seven or eight hours and just look at the number on my Fitbit and feel so fucking satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, who needs a drink? Look at this fucking Fitbit, man. Do you see the number? It's amazing. There, there is an app. Uh, I think, I think I still have it. I'm gonna have to look. Called, I think it's called Moves. Moves now, like Jagger. I know that is exactly what it is. Yes, you will still use your Fitbit, and that's fine. But this, what is really cool about this is that it tracks kind of like where you've been, when you stopped. It will know if you got on a train. It knows if you take a cab. It does like these speed algorithms. It's really, really, what? really interesting. Seriously? Yeah, it's it's free. It. I mean, it it can drain your battery, but I think the data that it gets you is awesome. I mean, it, it calculates steps. Obviously, you have your Fitbit, but it calculates steps, and it just gives you this timeline, you know, that you walked 10 minutes, and then you went to this coffee shop, and then you walked an hour, and you stopped here for lunch, and then you walked five minutes to the train and took a 20 minute train ride. And it's, is really cool. Oh, that is incredible. Have we talked about, this is not sponsored by move, no. but I recommend have, it. Have, it's very interesting. Have we talked about swarm app before? I don't know. I know swarm, but I don't think we've discussed it. So Cause I've, I used to see you dethroning people on swarm. <laughs> I'm, I'm dethroning the guy who funded it. That's why I post about it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he lives in Salt Lake City, and he go, he goes to my gym, and he goes to my grocery store. And every time I dethrone him, like, I, I shove it in his face because he has he shoved it in my face a couple of times. But it it's basically the check-in. It's a, so, a social check-in part of Foursquare. And uh, I started using it, I guess, oh, almost two years ago, a little a little over that. And it just, you know, I check in wherever I go in the world. And I'm certain that we had this conversation about this. It must have been with somebody else. But (laughs) because I'm going to admit to have watched this on Netflix. Did you watch Sense8? To have him watch this. I did not, no. I know of it. I I think it's in my queue, but I haven't watched it. Okay. I watched (laughs) Sense8. Wow. I know. Oh, my God. You have to recently. Re- you have to reconsider your opinion of me. I was desperate for something to watch at night. Um, no, this is ba- no, this is. I'm just gonna blame it on my depression from last fall. And it only took me like a week to get through the the season. This is the thing about it, though, is they actually. T- so it, it it occurs the people in Sensate are in like Tokyo or in Seoul, and then one is in Berlin, and one is in Chile, or and one is in New York, and. You would think that filming in all of those different locations would be like prohibitively expensive, except that there was a scene in Berlin with the guy who's in Berlin and he's sitting at a coffee shop. And I'm like, wait a minute. I think I've been there. Wait a minute. I have been to that coffee shop. So I pulled up Swarm and I scrolled back to the time that I was in Berlin and I found it. I found you had checked in the there. Checked in, yeah, the where I had checked in at that coffee shop in Berlin. So it's like they were actually filming on in each of these locations. 
it blew my mind that I was able to go and look. I was like, wait a minute, I recognize the the outside of that coffee shop. And I'm sure that swarm, like here, here you are checking in and showing everybody where you are located at every given moment. <laughs> like there's got to be some sort of algorithm that's sending information to the government, I'm sure. But it really is fun to open up the map on the app that shows you where you've been and, you know, 70% of your check-ins, Heather, are coffee shops or, you know, actually 90% now are at elementary schools. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. And you and the best part about it is that it's not like a a public platform in the sense that you can you you only you only friend the people that you want to see where you're where you are going or doing so if we're connected and you check in somewhere i see it you can but if see we're not it. connected and you check in you don't see it okay yeah and you get more points you, you, there's a scoreboard every week you get you earn points for like checking into like coffee shops for like six weeks in a row or you're the mayor or you checked in with a friend and there's a leaderboard every week but you don't actually get anything this is just total gamification yes but for somebody who travels, there is a an allure to it because you get to go back and look at all these. You get to look at that that the skip jump hopping that you've done over the continents. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's why I think you would like moves. Like I, moves. I'm really on the fence with sharing all this data on the phone, but I love being able to do that, being able to go back and look at that stuff. I just I don't care what anyone else does. I just want to have my stats. Yes. So I can look back and see that stuff. That's all like, I don't need it to be on the internet. If there was a way for it to not be, I'd be fine with that. But I just like having that record. Yeah. When I went back and looked at my stats for my Fitbit, I was really mad (laughs) because when I, when I trained for the Boston, I was certain that I was going to look back at the stats from those months and that they were going to be through the roof and they weren't. And that's why you were mad. I was mad. I was like, (sighs) wait a minute, I trained for a marathon. Why, is it, why, why aren't there more steps here? So and at some point, I got to take this shit off my body. I really do. <laughs> like the Fitbit and the Apple Watch, which is con- it's just dinged on my, my wrist right now. These things are causing my anxiety to skyrocket. I got to like stop with the measuring. But there's something like so satisfying about the measuring. What is that? I don't, I, yeah, I don't the know. The stats. But I feel the same way. Yeah. I just recently started using like the bedtime function of the, the clock app. I don't know if you use that. The bedtime function? It's like when you open the clock app right down in the middle, there's bedtime and it shows a bed. And basically what it does is you you tell it what time you want to go to bed on which nights of the week and how many hours of sleep you need. And it will tell you, or I think you tell it when you want to wake up every day and mm-hmm. then how many hours of sleep that you want and it will tell you when to go to bed and it gives you reminders and it has these just really serene alarms and it tracks it knows if you use your phone in the night so if you wake up three times and check your phone it knows that and then hi coco hi coco can you hear my dog barking (laughs) somebody is walking around outside my door this is my alarm system welcome (laughs) but then it gives you sleeping stats and i've totally it's been like a week i'm hooked it gives you sleeping stats okay like you, you went to sleep at this time. You woke up at this time. You got this many hours. You checked your phone at 1 a.m. and 3.30. Okay. And I don't know why I care, but I do. <laughs> and it even tells me when to go to bed. It gives me a 30-minute warning. But it's I time to go to bed. Do, but I do care. But I do care. The, the Fitbit, there's a little thing that you can wear 
on your arm, or at least the one that I have, you can wrap it around your arm and it, it's supposed to give you stats, like stats where this is when the, this is your very awake time during the night. And it's very specific, like from two to three, you were not, you were like not sleeping. It tracks mood. Not a REM cycle. Yeah. It, it basically is trying to get down to like a REM cycle. It's, it's trying to break it down into those sorts of measurements, except that it's a total fucking joke because I would wake up. This is during my one of my really tumultuous relationships where I was like crying all the time and months of crying, months of crying and not sleeping at night and having really terrible anxiety about it. And I would look at my Fitbit in the morning and it would say, oh, you slept through the night. I'm like, oh, fuck you, Fitbit. I did not sleep through the night. (laughs) (laughs) I was awake all night long. I was just still. I was so still because the anxiety was making me paralyzed. Fitbit didn't understand that. I was awake but crippled, yeah. Yeah. But there is something about the collection of the stats that is for brains like ours is very um, satisfying and addicting, I think. It it is. And it's not even... Like, I don't care about my stats today or yesterday, but I care when I think, how can I, can I compare April to March? Yes. That to me is just really fascinating. Like, clearly I got up and moved more in, in April than March, or I slept better in these months or whatever the case is. I like that comparison just for me. It's not like I walk around telling people, well, I averaged this and I I don't (laughs) care. I just want to (laughs) know. I did when I was training for the Boston um, on on Fitbit. You can invite people to challenges. You can invite an array of people to challenges to be like you know it's the work week hustle. And from oh, okay. Monday through Friday, let's see who, how many people who are participating in this little challenge who can who can win. And my friend invited me to one, not knowing that I was training. <laughs> And like we get towards the end of the week and people are pulling ahead and I'm like, yeah, but I'm about to go on a 15 mile run, motherfuckers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And like we got to the end and people were like, what the fuck? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, I should have told you. Yeah, I'm training for a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) And I was averaging at that time like 12,000 steps a day anyway. Yeah. But yeah. God, those long runs. God, those long runs, right? Okay. I, this morning on my hour long commute with the girls, there are a lot of people in Utah who like the outdoors. We have established this in every dating profile in Utah. That's right. The outdoors. So there are, or it's like a hunting or a hiking or all of it. The photos, skiing, hunting, hiking, camping, more hiking, more skiing, all of it. And so there's a lot of Subarus. There are a lot of Suburbans because of all the children and people have a lot of outdoor stickers on their the back of their cars. A lot of stuff about, uh, God, nature conservancy and, and whatnot. And every time I see a 13.1 or a 26.2 sticker, I was like, oh, God, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I see those stickers everywhere now. I, like once you once you have are looking for something, you start to see it everywhere. Oh yeah, and I'm seeing them everywhere, and I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Well, I think we even talked about it at one point that it wasn't even. It's not even the thirteen point one or the twenty six point two. Like that is its own beast, but it was the relentless nature of the training. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I just recently in the last week, I went out and I ran 10 miles. All at once. And it was a long run. I don't normally do that. But it was okay because I knew that I didn't have to run 12 the following week and 14 the week after that with all of these eight-mile runs in between. Exactly. Like, I could run 10 and then I don't have to run that ever again. It makes no difference. <laughs> oh, yeah. So relentless. I, oh, I, like, God. Yeah, I saw, I was looking through my Twitter photos and there was a picture <laughs> I, t- I had this animated gif of bill murray uh on groundhog day and he's just shaking his head and i said you know i just did the last 12 mile taper run before the marathon and i'm still feeling confident as this and it's bill murray shaking his head and i i actually remember running those 12 miles going oh my god that was easy like what it's just 12 i only had to run 12 that's it I only had to run 12. What do you mean? And in the middle of running all of that, people are like, I can't believe you're running so such long distances. And when you're in the middle of it, it's just such a pattern that you're in. You're like, well, of course I'm running these long distances. And now that I'm not running anymore, I'm like, could I run a mile? I think I might be able to run a mile. (laughs) Yeah. But when you're, when you're doing it, it's like, it's, it's nothing at the time. And then you look back and you're like, holy, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just looking back through those months of training right now and seeing like the 35 and 40,000 step Saturdays. Oh yeah. Yeah. God, man, that was, that was fun. <laughs> Good you times. ran the Chicago marathon. You ran the Chicago marathon. Fun. You ran a world marathon. You did that. But man, that training. Holy shit. Well, this is also, but I have the stats. You have the, I can stats. Look at the stats. You do have the stats. And then also when you, who said this, People on their deathbeds rarely talk about um, the things they possessed. They either reminisce about the experiences they had or the regrets that they had. And we've talked about, you know, we, we invest in experiences. And you have run the Chicago Marathon. And I am going to go to Paris. And... One of the reasons that I took the leap and decided, you know what, I'm going to invest in this trip. It is an investment. Like, I'm going to invest in this trip because I will look back and I'll go, I was 41 fucking years old and had the chance to turn 42 in Paris. And I didn't do it. No. Right. No. I'm, well, it's so much better than to look back and be like, that's the summer that I could have gone, uh-huh. but didn't because, eh. Like, no reason. Well, because, because well, you know, someone's going to have to take care of my house. And like, there's so much I could get done in my garage. And I could get me so organized. And all these little things in life that when you are dying, there is a date for us all that it will happen. When you're dying, you're not ever going to think, thank God I organized the garage. God damn it. Oh my God. <laughs> the fact that that's even one of the things. You're like, I could go to Paris, but God, my garage could really benefit <laughs> From three weeks of attention. Oh, man. I mean, I'm sure it could, but come on. Come on. Because it's like, I think I told you this, the, when I was in Berlin last year, it was, I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> that was not a great trip. It was not a great trip. I didn't speak the language at all. I could not navigate public transportation. So I actually, I did not ever take it. I took it once because a local took pity on me. And spoke spoke English. She's like the only person who spoke English to me and put me on a train and said, get off here. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And um, uh, 
And so it was, it was a lonely time. I had, you know, it was in the middle of all of me sort of in the downward spiral. But I look back at the time that I spent there and I was doing the one thing that I love to do most, which is, again, put, you know, my my music on my my phone and walk around and explore a beautiful city and that's what i did while i was there and i think back berlin is one of the most beautiful places i've ever been just stunningly gorgeous i want to go into paris thinking you know i don't i'm going to be alone i think i mean some people may come out and see me for a day here or a day there but there is a beauty to doing this and making this decision and I'm going in it with the intention of it being transforming. And it will be. It will be. Especially if that's the attitude. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I understand the language probably enough to navigate the metro. So Really? You still remember it that well? Yeah. I mean I can read French. Uh, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I can't. It's it's hearing people talk in French that I can't wrap my head around. Because they talk so because fast. Of the speed. Yes. Yeah. I think the speed is what always gets people because mm-hmm. when you, when you practice it, I mean, if, whether you're in a class or you're listening to something, it's always very slow, very slow. And then you hear people speaking it and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> Every time. It's like they've, someone pressed like fast forward, you know, you're like, you're missing words. There were words that were not in that sentence. There's no way they said that. Yes, Exactly. And I think after three weeks, you'll come back with a probably, if you can already read it, with a pretty incredible comprehension of verbal. People have given me a few recommendations for translation apps and things to read before I go. Yeah. And I'll, you know, I'm going to spend the first few days getting myself situated and going to find things. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, my intention is to like take a really big, deep breath while I'm there because, because again, when I'm in my house, There are so many things I could be doing. There's so much to get organized and so much that needs to to be done. It is so distracting to actual tangible work. And I will be in a different country where I can't organize a garage, where I can't organize my files. My kids are not there. My dog is not there. What am I going to do? I want to (laughs) sleep. You're going to do what you want to do. There's something to be said about not having to consciously think about not doing things. Mm-hmm. When you're home, you know the garage could use attention. Whether you do it or not is irrelevant, but when you're not doing it, you're constantly, that knowledge is there that you could be. Yes. But if you're halfway around the world, you can't be. That's not an option. Exactly. So you don't even think about it. I was trying to explain to somebody, sometimes my mom will take the kids on a Friday or a Saturday night, and she's like, I want you to sleep in in the morning. And it's really hard for me to sleep in past 7 seven thirty anymore um in my house because i wake up and i like all of a sudden the flood of what i should be doing hits my brain i know that through meditative work i could probably solve this if i weren't so stubborn <laughs> maybe <laughs> but like when i am in a hotel room away God, I sleep like a fucking baby, man. Like, yeah, I sleep so good in hotels because I wake up, I'm in a hotel room. I cannot go, you know, unload the dishwasher. There's nothing. The only thing that there is to do are the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. You could wake up early and go have a coffee if you want, or you can wake up at 11 and have a coffee. Doesn't matter. Either way, you don't have to wash the mug. Don't have to clean the kitchen. You're good. (laughs) 
Earlier this year, when I went to San Diego with my friend Kelly, we drove. We slept. We, we stayed the first night in Las Vegas on our way down there. And I slept for 12 hours that night. Oh, my God. I haven't slept for 12 hours in years. Neither have I. 12 hours. Damn. And it just happened. Like, it, my body knows. It's like my body and my my um, nervous system knows well, we can't fucking tackle the garage today, so we're going to calm down. It's like this involuntary nervous reaction when I'm in a hotel room in a different city. My my nervous system is like, oh, you can finally relax, Heather. 12 hours. And then, and then I continued to sleep 12 hours every night that I was gone. Holy good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I could ever sleep 12. I don't I don't know if I've ever slept. Well, I really needed hours. some sleep. I'll be oh, honest. well, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and give Kelly a Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot of that credit because she relaxes me so much. She's so easy to be around and so calming that it was just like, oh, I can, I can finally just let go and just not worry. Wow. Yeah. Well, I have 10 days in June without Lexton, and I'm I'm not trying to decide if I'm going somewhere. I'm just trying to decide where to go where for that go? exact same reason. Because I know if I stay, I will work because I will have work. And when I'm not working, I will work on other things. Is this in June? It is in June, yes. Is it over your birthday? It is not. I have until a couple days before my birthday. I will actually, thank God, be home just in time for Heather's birthday and wedding anniversary. So... <laughs> awesome oh my god oh stop she's married yeah you know again oh my god she got married her wedding anniversary oh my god i could probably now that i think about it though i mean so he he's going to be gone with his grandparents and they're going to get back before the i don't know the 19th the 18th something of june and my birthday's the 21st. But I could be gone through my birthday and just, you know, figure that out. That's not a bad When is her birthday? Plan. Her birthday is the 19th. And yours is the 21st? Yeah. And they got married on the 20th. What? Are you fucking kidding me? It's great. One of these years, we're just going to get together and Wait celebrate all three. Wait a minute. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Holy <laughs> shit. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. I did not know this. Oh, my God. Okay. It's awesome. <clears throat> so I really should try to be gone for my birthday, but I'm definitely going to be gone up until it, at least. At least. <laughs> 
Yep. Yeah, you should you should be gone. Just go be gone. Do you know where you're going to go? No, but I need to figure that out and go. This Are this you just drive? got finalized in the last week. No, I'll fly. Okay. I don't want to drive somewhere. So you could go anywhere. Yeah, 10 day. I mean, it's long enough to go anywhere. I have some suggestions. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Do you have a passport? I do have a passport. Oh, you could go anywhere. I know. I know. I'm trying to And I but I want to get it figured out. I mean, it's that's like a month. Uh, actually, what is it? Is today? Yeah, it's like a month. So I know every mm-hmm. day I wait, the airfare is just likely to go up. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, substantially. I mean, at uh-huh. this point, yeah. I would spend ten days in Des Moines, Iowa, just to not be. <laughs> no offense to Des Moines, it's not a bad place. I'm just it's fairly close. <laughs> no offense and, to daybreak, right? right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Just no. not a ten day vacation spot. I don't know. I mean, I it's not that I would if I went alone somewhere for that long, I would still do some amount of work. I mean, I, I don't, I think I would be in worse shape to not, it would just drive me nuts, but then I won't be home and I won't have to wash the dishes and you know, any of that shit, any of that shit, celebrate anniversaries, you know, (laughs) sorry, that that hit my funny bone. I'm sorry that it hit my funny bone, but it did. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. I think I was in New York actually when that happened. Oh, wow. I was. Uh, yes, I was in New oh. York. Lexton was visiting family in Georgia, and Heather was getting married. So it was all we were all doing Heather our thing. Was getting married, you know. Heather was getting married. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty chill. But I'm very much looking forward to that. So you got to make a really quick decision about where you're going. And my God, you're, you need to go someplace that's fun. I know. I know. I really and, do. Mm-hmm. I know. I need to get that. Need to get that figured out. This will be, I guess, maybe it was last weekend that we figured it out. So I haven't had much time to sit and even consider the options right but now that i know it is happening yes most definitely although i only speak english <laughs> yeah there that is a consideration it really is a consideration oh, yeah. to, like uh, on what kind of trip you want to take i remember planning a trip one time for the week that my kids were going to be gone during the christmas break and thinking you know i just want to go someplace where they where i can just sleep and enjoy myself and read books and I don't have to figure I don't I don't want to like a trip to Berlin type of situation. I want to go someplace and like just not talk. <laughs> yeah. And if I do have to talk they understand me. Yeah, that is one element. I mean, I've become a fairly decent solo traveler, but I feel like the language I mean, that goes back to just that I think you're then you're going somewhere and you're kind of setting yourself up to potentially feel very isolated and alone because of the language. Yes. Even if you're a good traveler, I think and there are some people that do it really well. And I, I just don't know if I could. That's what I need to figure out. But they speak English in Des Moines. So it works out. Yeah. So where would you where would you steer me? <clears throat> well, I think it would be one of the places that I have on my list is Iceland. Yes. Yeah. I've seen lots of photos yes. of Iceland. It looks yes. amazing. Iceland, I think in June would probably be really, really pretty. I may not I may be completely wrong about that. Instead of Paris, I considered going to London. Because I am I love it's my favorite place in the world. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> actually, Los Angeles is my favorite place in the world. I know I'm going to get crucified for that, but London is just a glorious place. But then I thought, but I've been there. Right. London is is an is an option. It's really expensive. Oddly, it's really expensive to go there. There's a direct flight from Salt Lake City to Paris and back. That's relatively affordable. But not to London. But not to London, no. Interesting. Well, wait, so Salt Lake City is like we're Delta, talking, right? 
Yeah, okay. we're talking like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a difference. Yeah, well, they I think Delta's yeah. international partner is what, like KLM? KLM and Virgin. Okay, yeah. It's always weird how that those things line up. Like it's probably, it would probably be cheaper for you to fly from Salt Lake City to New York to London than direct to London. Yeah, exactly. And that shit never makes sense to me. I would love to go to London. I've never been to London and that has been on my list for a long time. Oh, you should go to London. Is it really, is oh it really God. awesome? Yes, it's really awesome. And especially um, in June. Well, when I was there, I got there at the tail end of August and it was light outside until like 10, 1030 at night. It was just everybody's outside. You know, everybody is just outside being social. It was, oh my God, are you kidding? London is so fun. London is so much fun. You could go to Ireland. You could go to Dublin. Yes. So beautiful. And they speak English. Um, at Scotland, you could go to Edinburgh. Oh my God, you could go, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a part of me that, you know, when I announced that I was going to do this, I do the I did the old deuce thing where it's like, oh, people are going to come at me going, well, of course you have this option. You're, you know, you're super privileged and I will absolutely own that. Absolutely. I am privileged enough and lucky enough to be able to do this. And I kind of feel like if I don't, then I am, if I don't do this, then I am squandering an opportunity that most people don't have and would kill to have. Yeah. Like I said, if it's on the table, you do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, 10 days in London, I would feel that. Dude, I would definitely wow. feel that. But I would also feel it if I didn't go anywhere and I stayed here and worked. I would just feel mm-hmm. it in a very different way. And I think I would rather I would rather feel it after having gone than having stayed. I mean, like you said, I'm right. not going to look back two years from now and be like, wow, remember that summer when I could have gone somewhere and I didn't? That was great. <laughs> just, I don't know. When I went to New Zealand... At the beginning of last year, I was there for, God, I was there for 11 days in Wellington. I mean, I didn't even get to explore New Zealand like I wanted to because I had to speak at two different conferences and and I was training. And I ran a five-miler, a seven-miler, a 10-miler, and a 15-miler while I was there. During that time, you know, I was finishing up the speeches and I spent a lot of time in the hotel room finishing up the speeches and I spent a lot of time running along the waterfront in Wellington. And when I think back to those 11 days, like nostalgia, nostalgia can be a bitch because it can lie to you about certain things. But nostalgia is also like I think back to my time in New Zealand and like, God, that was a great time. What an incredible time I had to see and to explore Wellington by foot mile after mile after mile and the people that I met and the conversations that I had, even though in the moment there were a few lonely moments and even though I was working my ass off, what a fabulous time I had. I have no bad thoughts about that trip. None. Exactly. Wasn't that the trip where you also hit a cart corral? That was the trip to Australia. Okay, totally different. (laughs) All right. And I even think about that trip and I'm like, I'm not mad about that. Oh, whatever. I hit a car corral. I wrecked the car, but it was still a really good time. Well, it it boils down to perspective. Like you hit a car corral in Australia. (laughs) There are worse things to do. I mean, yeah, it's shitty. And I'm sure when you hit it, it was probably especially shitty. But in hindsight, that that's a story. That's an experience. 
Oh, yeah. There were days in Berlin where I'd be walking and I'd stop in a park and I would sit on a bench and I'd look over and there'd be like four couples embraced, kissing each other, enjoying the, the tweeting birds. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> this sucks. God, they love each other. Ugh. But then all I remember about Berlin is it being completely beautiful and wonderful. <laughs> right. In hindsight, yeah. Yeah. So you are leaving, though, later in the summer. So I would be gone before you. Yeah, I, I leave for most of the month of July. I'll spend my birthday yeah. in Paris. Mm-hmm. And then will you be home yeah. for a number of weeks before your girls are home? I will be home for a couple of weeks um, before they get home. They get home literally like five days before school starts. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's tough. It's tough. It's just tough because we we do know now how those first few weeks of school are are wily little beasts. Yeah. They lie and they manipulate the 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 schedule is such that getting the school supplies and getting them doing the parent teacher nights and all that, you know, I will have this that's part of one of the decisions that I like the reason that I chose to go to Paris was like I'm going to be sitting in the 7th of like 10 parent teacher conference, you know, we're back to school nights and I'm going to be like I should have gone to Paris. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it's the second week of school and I want to die. I should have gone to Paris. <laughs> we were still good around the second week, I think. I think we need to allow like a month before either one mm-hmm. of us is able to make any comments on I'm the year. I'm going to be so angry at you if during the first week you're like, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> oh my God. We're both like, this is this is great. This is such a good year. So you go, you go to like London or something like that, and I'm going to go to Paris. And then during those first few weeks, go just remember Paris. Right. Hold on to Paris. Oh man! Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like like a week ago, literally a week ago, I did not know what was going to be happening this summer. And all of a sudden, all of this stuff has materialized out. Just boom! Like, holy shit! Like, boom! There it is. And and we're already f- talking about fall. <laughs> that's what's crazy though there's all this stuff like good stuff and there's all this time between now and then and we're already like fuck school fuck oh god yep and lexton is in like full countdown mode now like, just mm-hmm. every day like oh, i don't i don't want to go I'm like yeah i know but you know you've got that he's so different oh my god lita is like mom i'm i'm i don't know i'm getting a little sad like it's gone by so fast. Like my my seventh grade year is almost over. I'll never be a seventh grader again. And I'm like, God damn it, you're an old soul. Holy shit. Oh yeah, Lexton's like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> let's let's just be done. I don't care. Like she's actually saying that, like, I'll never be a seventh grader again. This is my these are my last few weeks as a seventh grader, mom. It all goes by so quickly. And I was like, You just wait. Oh yeah. Man, you just wait. Once you're out of college, it's just like, what? A year? Nah. Five years? Nah. Ten? Twenty? Right. <laughs> I mean, I remember having that feeling senior year. Like, wow, I'm done. I'm done with school. Like, I could be totally done. I don't even have to go to college. I'm done. That's crazy. And then, like, you know, 15 years goes by. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. It's the kids. That's what does it. 
Yeah. And Marlo is Marlo is Lexton. Marlo's just like, ah, we only have like we only have two weeks left. I'm like, no, you have it three and a half weeks. No, we only have two. I said, Marlo, three and a half. And she's like arguing with me. She's like, No, we only have two. And I'm like, fine. Delude yourself. Well, Lexton, he kind of I swear this is the only time he really pays this close of attention. But they go through like they go into June, just like the first few days of June or something. Yeah. But he already knows. It's like, well, on this day, we're watching a movie. And on this day, we're doing this. And on this day, we're doing this. He's like, can I just stay home? No. Don't you want to <laughs> go and be with your friends? Like, No. I'd rather just stay home. Like, oh, my God. But during the middle of the year, if I asked him what he was doing tomorrow, no idea. Not a clue. No idea. Right now? Oh, yeah. He knows every day. I feel like, when does he start? When does the school year start for him? It starts in August. Actually, I might even have it in my phone. Something like August 20th. Yeah same it, i feel like their their summers are getting shorter yeah maybe i'm just getting old it just feel like their summers are getting shorter and shorter and shorter i do too i feel like i would get out like the first week of june and then i would go back on september 5th or 7th or something yeah exactly i mean i will say like he starts i just looked it up he starts on a wednesday so the first mm. week is three days and then the next week is like the week before Labor which, Day. Which doesn't fuck with you at all. Right, not at all. <laughs> then the next week is four days because they have Friday off and then the next week is four days because they have Monday off. So it's like a month before they actually have a five-day week and then they wonder why mm. the kids are like groaning. I would rather than just start with five days. <laughs> they wonder why the parents are talking on a podcast right. four months ahead of time going, oh God, I'm going to throw up. Oh God, look at that. Oh fuck. Mm -hmm. There's four weeks where it's not even a full week. What? Well, well, now that I look at that, I'm like, no wonder we were so positive. They didn't get anything done. <laughs> they can't. It seemed great. It was. It's like a transitional period from summer. And then all of a sudden the wall comes and it's just disaster. Yeah. The wall comes where they're like, oh, the, the transition is over. Here is your homework. Yep. See, this is what we'll do if we stay home. We will, we will mm -hmm. worry about, about August in school. We will have squandered what, what is lying on the table. Yes. That feels like a metaphor for lots of things. <laughs> it does. Hmm. I'm going to get that tattooed along the back of my neckline. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah, that would be great. Get that done before you travel so then everyone can really remember you. That would be awesome. <laughs> Do not squander what is on the table. Is that what we just said? Yes. Okay. But get just to be in good form, get it in English and French. <laughs> My friend Rachel has a tattoo along her shoulder that says cheese fries are my life coach. Oh my God. And um, she told the guy, she went in to get the tattoo and she said, I want you to write cheese fries are my life coach and I want you to make it look like it's in Sanskrit, but it's, but it's English. So if you get really close, you can see that it says cheese fries are my life coach. But from like a foot away, it looks like it's written in an ancient language. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. So then when people ask her what it says, she can tell them and they won't believe her. She'll be like, no, come here. Exactly. Come here and look at it. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah, you should do that. Somebody said, somebody said to me the other day on a text message, man, you got to ghost that motherfucker. And um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a perfect tattoo. I'm looking for ideas. I love that. <laughs> you could get a tattoo while in Paris. I could. The problem <laughs> I think we've talked about is that I keloid. I, I scar outward, yes. and I would need to see a doctor who would inject 
steroids into the tattoo to make it heal the right way. Again, that would just all come back to a story to tell. <laughs> Finding steroids while in Paris. I just want to find a croissant is what I want to find. Croissant. I think you'll find plenty. Croissant. Croissant and coffee and walking and Fitbit. You don't really need a whole lot else, honestly. You know, we started this episode. We're like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? And yet here we are. And yet here we are. All the way around to cheese fries and croissants. Croissant. Sorry. Croissant. Croissant. Je m'appelle le croissant. I did. Yes, I saw that. You saw that. I did. My name is the croissant, isn't it? My name is the croissant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I do. I do remember some of it. Just not enough to actually save my life. And uh, I'm going to do my best to speak because I know that they appreciate the idea of awful Americans attempting to speak in French. Oh, yeah. I think the Um, effort is huge. Yeah. mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. And... We will be able to talk about these experiences here in a few months, and especially when you find out where you're going to go. Yes. Uh-huh. And I guess if anyone has any, these are always so hard to come up with because we really just ramble on. Any travel suggestions? Well, odds are I'll probably have figured something out. But the odds are that you will have yeah. booked something by the time that this episode airs, this episode of Manic Rambling Spiral. But those travel experiences, I would still like to hear them, especially solo in a country that does not speak English. I think those mm-hmm. I think those are just interesting anyway. My advice is to travel with someone who speaks the language. Yeah, well, yeah, that would, <laughs> that would probably be best. But if you would like to share those stories with us, you can email us, as always, at stories at manicramblings.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at manicramblings. And until next time, do not squander what is on the table. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.